And now for another installment of Stream Theater. Hello. Oh, wait, please come in. Won't you take off your shoes? Uh, welcome, mind the Persian rug, if you would. <laughs> Perhaps you would like some seed and stem carpaccio? I think it's possible we can do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, perhaps you would like uh, a bit of bearded seal antipasto. It's, it's a specifically Italian-themed event, despite uh, uh, what we're covering, dear listener. It can only be one thing with all of these assortments of goodies. It's very clearly stream theory. Indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, happy, happy Thanksgiving, dear listener. Oh, yeah. We should probably, we should probably cover that, huh? Yeah. This yeah. is, we're recording this on the day. Uh, we're going to be releasing it on the day. Coming <laughs> straight to you. It's early. <laughs> we're tired. Hey, how you doing? You holding up? Are you okay? Please tell me you didn't travel. Yeah. Please, please tell me that you were be safe. Be smart. Don't be part yeah. of the statistics. Mm. Don't do Ugh. it. Don't do it. It's bad. There's nothing family family can wait. That's the thing. Yes. There's no family. Most people hate their families. What are people yes. doing traveling? <laughs> well, it's like the funniest thing. It's like you told a kid that you could they couldn't play with a fucking toy they hadn't played with in ages. Like, okay, we're gonna give the toy away. And the kid is like, you excuse no, that is my favorite toy. I love that <laughs> toy. I, I love getting into arguments with Aunt James. On James. Actually, you know what? That's a super progressive family. I'm down. Hell yeah. I, ta- I fucking take it back. Your family is rad. Aunt James, if you're listening, we love you. Yes, we, we do. We love you. Return my texts, though. Come on. Return. <laughs> Come, Come on. It's a busy time. It's a busy it time. It is a busy time. There's turkeys to cook and hopefully not send uh, into a giant fireball into the sky. Uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> happens are... to be the most dangerous day for fire departments, so please oh don't be stupid. God. Don't, yeah. yeah. Well, because everybody oh, takes wow. a fr- they take frozen turkeys and then they put them into their massive garage double boilers, and then it goes up in a giant ball of flames, a la the spell fireball. Uh, and mm. then uh, for all the nerds <laughs> out there, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. yeah much <laughs> like the spell fireball, d six of shame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they roll a nat one. And, roll a uh, nat one, and then everybody has to take a trip to the ER, which is right. a problem because it's in <laughs> yeah. the middle of COVID. So yeah. stay safe. You know, man, turkey's, turkey's the worst Yeah, Thanksgiving just got anyway. a lot more rad. I didn't know that Thanksgiving was so fucking metal, dude. It's so, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, so it's like, imagine like giant fireballs and then just like Dragon Force just going like... <laughs> <laughs> just just doing the like the heavy metal headbang where they're not going back and forth but twirling their massive hair just like right. that's the that's uh, yeah that's thanksgiving for you i feel like there's a led zeppelin song about it somewhere <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we haven't even told these people who we are oh yeah no <laughs> who, who like, are, are we talking about Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Oh uh, yeah, we should introduce ourselves. All right, I, I'm I'm Ben. I'm Ian, and I'm Matt. 
This is and there we go. We yeah, did it. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. You got it. There this, you has go. been, this, this has been uh, our podcast, Rugs and Turkey Explosions. Um, <laughs> the Thanksgiving rug extravaganza. It was a weird one, but <laughs> yeah. we did it. We did yeah. it. We did it. Oh, uh, <laughs> God. Brought to you by, I don't know, fucking MeUndies, I guess. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> they, it's, a, it's either that or a mattress thing. I mean, come on. Sure, yeah. Casper uh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, Ian, uh, why don't you break down the show for the people who don't know, and then we'll actually get into talking about a movie. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Dear listener, <laughs> welcome. Uh, if it is your first time joining us, we're so happy to have you here. The way that this show works is we do just like a, a little breakdown of some sort of streaming property uh, that you can find on, on a standard subscription service. Uh, and we break it down through our patented Too Many Lens sort of uh, distillery or whatever. Fuck it. It's early. I haven't had coffee. Uh, we do the good, the bad, and the remake. What this means is that we collectively source uh, some positive things about said piece of art, uh, some things that could have been done better, and then at the end, when Hollywood inevitably recycles the story in five to ten years, we get down and dirty in the sandbox of ideas as we create little castles where we think we can remake the movie and possibly uh, improve upon what is already there. Sometimes that's easy. Sometimes it's really hard. Who knows? And then once we've done all that, we're still not done because we love to overwork ourselves. And so we do a little fucking grading for you because we have to assign value to things. And so we have five levels of grading. At the very top, it's self-explanatory. It's a must-watch. It's important. It's fucking well done. What are you doing? Stop listening. It's a must-watch. Just below that, we have It's on the List. Again, pretty self-explanatory. It, it sounds good. It's like got some important stuff. Maybe it's not a perfect thing. It's a little flawed, but it's, hey, you know what? It's on the list. And just below that, we come to our middling tier, something for the background. Again, we try to keep, you know, we, we try not to mince words. It, it's relatively inoffensive. Distract your kids, your pets, and, and, and <laughs> you can do all that because it's something for the background. Just below that, uh, we come to our lower half of stuff here. It's called I Would Rather, wherein we, your lovely hosts, have to state something awful we would rather do than watch said streaming property again. And at the very bottom of the barrel, the very dregs, the uh, things you sweep up off the bar floor after a f long fucking 12-hour shift... Friends, we have the kissing booth. Ooh. We started this show with Artemis Fowl, and so we used to have Artemis Fowl be our lowest rank. It was very cute because we spelled it stupidly. Like, ooh, it's foul. But then we found kissing booth, and uh, that old proverb, when you find the bottom of a barrel, well, friends, you gotta make another barrel. Gotta make it again. Gotta make another barrel. Uh, hey, cool in the gangs, what are, we, what are we talking about today, friends? Yeah, what is it? Oh, uh, okay, all right. So today we're talking about Doolittle. Um, it's a movie. It came out earlier this year. I don't really remember when. It did. Um, it came out February. Yeah, it, did. It, did. it is yeah. it is directed by this is gonna be a long one, so strap in, dear listeners. Um, it is directed by Stephen I'm not sure, Goggin, Gaghan, Gagan, perhaps, if you're feeling pinky up. Let's go with Gagan. Uh, it's written by Mr. Gagan and uh, also Dan Greger and Doug Mand. There's one other person who did the story. It is based upon the book Dr. Doolittle by Hugh Lofting. Actually, I didn't realize Dr. Doolittle is like a whole series of books. I thought it was just the one. I only read the one yeah. when I was a kid. I had no idea. Uh, the cinematography is Guillermo Navarro. 
The uh, it was edited by Craig Alpert and music is by uh, Mr. Danny Elfman and it is starring. <clears throat> oh boy, buckle up! Robert Downey Jr., Antonio Banderas, oh, Michael Sheen, Jim Bro- Jim. Oh boy, Michael Sheen is too early to be fucking up. All right, here we go. Robert Downey Jr., Antonio Banderas, Michael Sheen, Jib, Jib, Jim Broadbent. Oh my God. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., Antonio Banderas, Michael Sheen, Jim Broadbent, Jesse Buckley, Harry Collette, Emma Thompson, Remy Malik, John Cena, Kamal Nanjiani, Octavia Spencer, Tom Holland, Craig Robinson, Rafe Fine, Selena Gomez, Marion Cotillard, Carmel Laniato, and Frank. Francis Delator. Oh, yeah, and uh, Jason Mantzoukas as well. <sighs> uh, there's so many people. That's also, like, not the whole cast. There's, like, so many more people on top of it. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, dude, that's, like, the new fucking acting warm-up. That, yeah, dude, uh, that is we need to do, like, you know, like, fucking, you know, uh, red, yellow, leather, leather. Tired. Fucking Kamel Nanjiani, Octavia Spencer, Ray Fiennes. Mm-hmm. That, keep going. Keep fucking wired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> push, push. Fucking. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and oh my god, they're getting off the top bill. They're going into the supporting cast. <laughs> this is crazy. We've never seen it done before. This is this is wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, shit. Uh, oh, the okay. budget of this All movie right. was 175 million dollars. And uh, <laughs> it grossed $77 million domestic uh, and $173.9 million out in the rest of the world for a total of $253.9 million in box office. Um, okay, so we're going to start with the goods. And Ian has valiantly offered to go first on this, so I'm going to kick it over to him because uh, I want to hear have. what you've got to say, B. All right, so a few things that really, really stood out to me that Doolittle does, for better or for worse, do. Uh, first of all, the music carries this film. I, I, I don't know where you two land on that, but like, yeah, the music right. is way more charming and engaging and like rad then the rest of the film lives up to. Danny Elfman came to fucking bat, and the rest of the team just sort of showed up. Uh, I mean, that's Dan- Danny Elfman. Yeah. Danny Elfman always delivers. Mm-hmm. Like, always. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's a good composer. Uh, his stuff always has that sort of vibrant, like, kind of exciting childlike wonder kind of fae like qualities mm-hmm. that really help to help to kind of immerse you in wondrous worlds. And I, I agree. I think that this is by and large successful in that. I, I and because watching this film is easy because of the music. You know? Like it's not easy to watch like if you like film and you come in to like dissect it. But if you want to, like, just put on something in the back, like, I, the music kills me because I think it's so fucking good and it's wasted on this. Something else that this movie does really well, for better or for worse, is it nails its action clearly and concisely. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we like that action, uh, I coming from the witches to this, it was very stark, especially considering mm. both action uh, sequences 
often relied heavily on like entirely CGI characters. Uh, Doolittle's action, while not always being like you know cutting edge, I think was serviceable. I and I think a lot of that comes down to Craig Elpert. There's a reason that I included him in the list, um, and it's mm, because. Sure. This, I mean, Craig Elpert has done a lot. Yeah, give of, them some of his credit. So give he's done. Uh, God, he's but he's one of the earliest films he did was Knocked Up. Uh, he's also done. Oh, I've forgotten all of them already. Uh, the, I think the big one he is did Pineapple Express. Yes, that's he right. Did, Pineapple uh, Express. He did Deadpool Two. He was the editor on that. Hmm. This guy knows how to edit comedy action. Yes, he does. Definitely. Well. Um, and he, uh, all of the action is very clear. It's not super messy. Sometimes, I mean, it's, you know, again, it's not like, it's not funny, but it's clear. And the clarity is like a a benefit, I think. It's not. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. yes. And that actually, since we're talking about the comedy, brings me to one of my final points. And for better or for worse, I'm not saying that they're good jokes, but this movie uh, in its writing style seemed very much to take, like, it felt very much like a Mel Brooks sort of philosophy, not mm. his execution, but a philosophy <laughs> of, like, uh, every second is either a setup or a payoff for a joke. Yeah, yeah. It's and crammed because, like, full there are of some jokes. jokes in this. Yeah, there are some jokes in this that do work. They do. And that's yeah. just because that's just because they're throwing so many fucking darts at a board that you're bound to fucking hit close to the mark a few times, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um and and I, I have mad respect for that. I, I I again, this is not Ian coming to bat and saying like, yo, I like this film a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like a must watch. A must watch. It's important. Um, <laughs> but fourteen uh, percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That seems a little harsh. Like I feel like people like. Oh, I don't know where I should put this last piece of uh, of uh, uh, editorial from Ian in here. But like the cast is really good, mm. and I think that was to this movie's detriment. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. You hear all these top-notch, top-tier names, and it's like, oh shit, we are in for some sort of like, you know, like cinematic masterclass or something. If if we had replaced Robert Downey Jr. while still keeping all of that uh, charisma in the performance, if you had found like a no name, I think that this film would have been much better received. That's that is, yeah, entirely possible. Yeah. I think I think if you had like pared down all the stars and you like <clears throat> again found people who were incredibly talented and brought this level of fun and charisma to their roles, I think if it had been like this would be like a cult classic. It would can probably I, like can I add something to that too? Please, yeah. I think if this was a, a streaming exclusive to Stream Insight, this also would probably have been a better place for it. Mm, yeah, I don't sure, know. A wide sure. release, yeah. Uh yeah of the sorts yeah but that yeah. I, 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 I would add that to it as well that's a very interesting theory i hadn't thought about but that is yeah you're you're right man that's that's right on the head like yeah with, with lesser known actors this would have been at least serviceable probably for some folks it still would have been bad but like yeah i, I got you 
Well, yeah, because the yeah. story the story is flawed. Right. Yeah. I'm not here to say that. Like, and it's like kind of hollow. <laughs> but yeah. But the thing is, like, there are also like there are moments if you're kind of ignoring what they're saying, like. The the live action actors, we, you talked about this, I think, Ian, outside of this, are a lot of fun to watch. Like, mm-hmm. Mike, you know, uh, Michael Sheen is just, like, kind of delightfully, stupidly bad in this really, like, <laughs> he, plays, he plays this doctor who's, like, really, really insecure and obsessed with Dr. Doolittle. And it's, like, his insecurity that drives him to be a bad man. And he just hams it the fuck up. Like, everyone in this movie... He's having fun. Yeah, yeah. they're playing playing to, like, 11 because there's no... You know, it's not supposed to be a a cinematic masterpiece. It's supposed to be a dumb, fun movie, and everyone's just kind of like, all right... And just goes along with it. Um, mm-hmm. And and there are moments of genuine comedy that yeah. do work. A lot of the comedy doesn't work, but there are moments when they hit the truth of a situation in a really good way. There's one moment in particular involving a, a tiger uh, that is distracted by a shiny light on the floor in mm-hmm. an otherwise very tense situation. And that was actually genuinely surprising and funny and kind of plays to a broader truth. And and that was, like, that was good. That was funny. Uh, a lot of the comedy doesn't work, but there are moments that work really, really nicely. Um, yeah. I, I want to say this, too. Go for it. Go for it. Just real quick, because I, I don't know if this is a good thing, but I, I am going to say that they, they are bold in this movie. The, 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 the absolute gall... <laughs> To make your climactic, like, monster fight a battle with indigestion. Yeah. Like, spoilers, by the way, in case you. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you really need it? I know. I know. <laughs> uh, this is not, I feel like this is not a movie that we're doing this spoiler is protection on. Citizen Kane level right here, guys. Please be <laughs> careful when watching the spoilers from this point on to about five minutes from now. Okay, go ahead, eat. <laughs> The the like just imagine if Marvel did that. Like, all right, like yeah. we are getting to the final big fight. What happens? Well, it really just turns out that fucking Thanos uh, really Doctor Doom he just needed an enema. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> and then, then Ant Man and then Ant Man goes up his butt and then turns to full size. We've come full circle. Yeah. The meme is real. I mean, <laughs> the meme is real. <laughs> See, people were trying to get that do little level of craziness in their movies years ago. <laughs> they did it, man. I I just feel like this was like a coke laden, bouge like filled writing session of some guy was like, "Hey, do little has got the green light, and uh, we need it done by th- two days from now." He's like, "What? Oh, okay. Uh, l- <laughs> let me see the script." Just <laughs> like chain smoking, doing a bunch of blow, and just like. Getting fucking faded and just like, and at the end, this dragon has indigestion. <laughs> it's just, it's so. I mean, it really is like, and and there's something I gotta say where, I mean, it's so ridiculous, it's so over the top, but it also 
kind of in some ways stays true to the character that they're trying to like make, Absolutely. which is that ultimately he is an animal doctor who takes care of animals and solves their problems through right. other, you know, I, I just, I there's something about that that uh, I did appreciate it. Like, I was like, yeah. I don't like the fact that it's like just one prolonged fucking fart joke. But I, there, I did appreciate that for once, like the final battle wasn't like a battle. I right. also, can I just say, I really appreciate that like he doesn't like, I don't know. So whenever there's a character who dies in the beginning, uh, mm, but, mm-hmm. but away from the other person, they don't see their death. There, I always have this kind of a sneaking fear that it's going to be a thing where they're they alive. like they're alive, they've been alive this whole time, and then they get mm-hmm. to be reunited. And like, actually, they they you know instead it's like, hey, let's talk about loss. And there's actually a moment in in that climactic bit where the dragon has like lost her. He he realizes the dragon's lost her partner, right. um, and he's like, I know that feel. Like, I get it. Um, yeah, yeah. And I mm. was like, I was like, you know what? Like, hey, kudos for not going the cheap route and being like, actually, she's live and everything is great now and everything is good. Like, yeah, I swear mm-hmm. I thought it was coming too. I was like, yeah. as soon yeah. as that fucking the dragon lifts the wing up uh, to stop the water from from falling, I was like, there she, she's gonna be here. And she's she, like, yeah. oh, too little. It's like, <laughs> but I'm glad they I didn't know. Yeah. Which, by the way, as like keeper of the fruit, like not a super good door. No, not at all. <laughs> like a thin like sheet of water. Anyway, yeah. To be like, fair, the here, door I shall is open the by portal. a dragon. So mm, I mean, true. it's guarded by a dragon. Yeah. Well, but she's like, she's like, here, allow me to open the portal or what? And she just like is a big umbrella. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of wish she just like opened the fabric of space. It'd have been dope as shit. But <laughs> that would be rad. Yeah, and then the and then it's what? That. It's like Doctor Strange Little, and it's you just Doctor Strange Little. <laughs> Him going on, and he he learns the how to harness time, and uh... right. <laughs> yeah, that's the movie I want. That's a totally okay. So, uh, uh, I guess I'll, I'll give a couple of goods and can move on because I don't really have Word. too much. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like you guys said, the acting, a harp on that. Um, what was I gonna say? Jesus Christ, I'm so tired. They're doing this on the Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving, y'all. Thanksgiving, everybody. Woo! This Woo! episode's gonna be fun. Uh, Craig Robinson was a delight as the murder squirrel. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The music was great. I, I like that too. Jeez, um, I was gonna say something, and I completely. God damn it! Just guys, give me two seconds because I need to let it. Got it. While you're you thinking, I will just say. Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Welsh accent is like. Oh, pretty... that was it. The Welsh yeah, accent. you mentioned yeah. that. You mentioned that outside yeah. of the conversation, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, his accent's fucking spot on. Yeah, like it's it's fun. It's fun to hear, and it's so funny. I was watching it with uh, Anne, and she was like, "Is that is he doing a Scottish accent out?" And I was like, "I think it might be Welsh." <laughs> like, and it and it is, and it's a weird like yeah. Welsh accents are hard to do well because they've got it's really tough. weird intonation. And yeah. like rise and fall, um, and he he does a good job. I mean, the thing is, like, I, part of the struggle I have is that Robert Downey Jr. is actually a really good actor. He is. Um, I just sometimes, sometimes he picks movies where I'm like, "Hey, bud, you don't have to do this anymore." 
Like, it's one thing when, you know, because mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. has had a, a long history of struggle where, you know, uh, he... He kind of hit rock bottom and started building himself back up. Fun fact, the person that gave him a second chance, this is going to complicate things for everybody. It was fucking Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what happened? So, So basically, Robert Downey Jr. got clean and started to do acting again, but nobody... Would he had to have insurance because he it was kind of like sure. uh, he was people still viewed him as a liability, and right. the only person who went to bat for him was fucking Mel Gibson, who paid his insurance fees like stri- like all of them, and they were expensive, and was just like, no, I believe in you, go. So we have Mel Gibson to thank for the the rise, the 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 rejuvenation of Robert Downey Jr. Hmm. This is complex in my head. Complex <laughs> in my I know. head. <laughs> oh God. Uh yeah. That that's that's a lot of information to take in. I know. <laughs> it's just, it's just... I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, damn, yeah, no, that's he he was a he was a delight. Again, like that Welsh accent was really cool to hear and there are a lot of fun moments. There was some genuine moments where I actually laughed out loud. Um, there was one moment where uh, Camille Nagiani's ostrich head was in uh, like a, uh, a flower bed. <laughs> he said something witty to uh, do little, and I was like, "That's oh, cute." Yeah, that's it's like right. I remember what you. I I know, you what, know you're what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's so forgettable. But I was like, "That's funny." It, a lot of this. It thing. comes towards the beginning, doesn't it? It's like right before they leave or whatever. It, it does, it does. Um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for me. I had a couple of other things, but you guys pretty much summed it up uh, relatively well. So um, with if you guys don't mind, I'll, I'll start off with the bad. Yeah, sure. Let's Please. get into yeah. it. Um, so I said this off the record before we started um, while we were doing pre-production, or the little bit of pre-production that we did do, because again, it's Thanksgiving, and <laughs> it's early as dick. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that despite all the chaos and all of the creatures, um, and the CGI is like okay in places, it's spotty in others, like it's not consistent at all. Um, but I'll leave that on the table for anyone else who wants to talk about it. But I will say this: it just feels empty. It feels very, very empty. Um, mm-hmm. despite a lot of stuff going on, it just feels like he. They're in a studio in a green screen. And it's not a testament to anyone's acting. Like we said before, everyone's acting is spot on. It's just the way that the things are animated, things are computer generated. It just feels hollow and fake. And I wish that, you know, there was a part of me where I saw the, the first, the intro scene where it was animated. I was like, oh, this would have been really cool if it were animated. And this yeah. is, I was I'm like, really this is a really beautiful animation, actually. I'm really glad that you're touching on this, Ben, because I, yeah. I have some thoughts on why it did feel empty. Mm. Okay, yeah, this, please. <clears throat> this this film's biggest problem is its script and what it chooses to show us, because mm. how fantastic and deep and moving and difficult would that loss be if we got to actually spend even just that little bit of like animated intro with Doolittle and what's her name? Lily? Am yes, I remembering that Lily. correctly? Yeah. With Doolittle and Lily. Like, if we actually, we, th- this whole movie operates on the crux that, like, oh man, 
Doolittle's cold and distant and maybe it's because like he lost Lily somehow or something like the way he literally gets out of like one of the uh, second act dangers is like by a shared experience of like you know like oh shit like we both cared about Lily but we never see her or meet her yeah and so like mm-hmm. the like the emotional the the core here there's like a piece missing from the emotional core of the film i think there which is Lily, and I think, I think the reason we didn't get any of that, my theory, number two, this, like, probably started as, like, a project project, and at some point they're like, all right, let's pay these actors Adam Sandler style, and let's make a fucking movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. this definitely felt like an Adam Sandler type of movie, period. Like, they probably coerced Rob, uh, RDJ, to, like throw some money behind it so and they say hey you can star in it or whatever and it's like all right well i'm gonna hire some of the people i know who i'm friendly with to get this money <laughs> the oh, thing yeah. is that like i i this this film was also stuck in production hell for a long time absolutely and and this is one of those things and also uh i am pretty sure that there were after test screenings there were a bunch of rewrites and new things added in and like it mm. just it smacks of a a film that lost its way and mm. then never found it again and they just kept trying to patch it with things but the things they were trying to patch it with were these like hollow jokes and like anachronistic pop culture references that are like dated even by the standards of like when this movie came out, you know? Like it just it doesn't it, it yeah it's hollow on so many levels and part of that is just it's hard when you're like having an actor who's interacting entirely with CGI things true um, true but part of it is also that it's hard to um, I mean it's hard to take this shit like any of the emotional stuff that's built up is shot in the foot by all of the like fart jokes and poop jokes and like just dumb humor and the, there's a space for dumb humor like you said like mel brooks right mel brooks humor is not sophisticated humor however mel brooks is actually funny and so when when mel brooks do jokes those jokes tend to work whereas these are like they're written by like committees of people who are like i don't know mm. something about butts like, you know, my kids always laugh at poop. Yeah. So why don't we just put yeah. more of it? It's just like it's just not uh yeah. I'm I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of the writing even a little bit. Like Yeah. It's just yeah. bad. The thing is that this movie isn't like this movie isn't like bad duh. It's it, it falls into this category of weaponized mediocrity that so many mm big budget films fall into mm. where everything is safe nothing is ventured nothing is gained mm-hmm. it's just essentially like a way to move cash around like it you know <laughs> yeah. and and the thing is that i feel like i feel like deep down the premise of the movie feels like it could have been a good movie Right. Like we've all kind of agreed that buried deep somewhere in here, there is a good movie. The story of a man dealing with the loss of his beloved wife. And then he decides to shut himself away from the world 
it's like I could see this being like a Robin Williams kind of movie, you know? And then yeah, like absolutely. Ooh, that's yeah. He'd be really good in this actually. And that kind mm-hmm. of pathos, right? It's the pathos thing mm-hmm. that's that's missing from it because a Robert Downey's uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character is never allowed. Doctor Doolittle is never allowed to really. Um, there are moments where he has some amount of emotional vulnerability, but it's not really like um, it's not supported because there are every time that there's a moment of emo- emotional vulnerability, it's undercut immediately by a joke. Mm-hmm. There's a bit where he starts to talk about his, you know, his loss and his feelings when they're on the ship. And then there's like the sound of like slurping and there's some monkeys like drinking out of coconuts like tuning in and you're like hey cool uh you just took a moment that was like genuine and then you just shot it in the foot and they do this over and over (laughs) and over again you know it's just not Mm -hmm. it's just mediocre it's just like ah it could have been good yes with with, with different writers i did too yeah yeah i did too covering it yeah 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 it's it's just it's no it's no excuse man it's just it's there it's like it's not it's and we'll get to this in the reboot, but it's it is so you can feel it, and I think that's the most frustrating thing because it's a heaping pile of shit. But you you get through all that shit with some latex gloves, and and you can find a kernel in there somewhere. It reminds like, me oh, of the Hobbit movies. What movies? The Hobbit movies. Yes, mm. very it's much. These so. CGI yes. laden, set piece driven. Mm-hmm things that have a core in them deep down that really matter. Like Martin Freeman's performance as Bilbo is good. There's good stuff Mm -hmm. in there, but the rest of the movies are just, they, they, they don't elevate it. They don't lift it up. In fact, they do the opposite. They break it down. And it's the same thing with this. There's a good performance in there. There are good performances from basically everybody in this, Mm. but it's just, it's, it is it is hobbled by its screenplay and by probably some some really hasty last minute crappy rewrites and it's not the movie it should be yeah it is not it is it is a movie a frankenstein monster of a movie thrown together by scotch tape and glue and uh made with and fueled by cocaine um which is yeah, sponsored might- today uh, the show is sponsored by cocaine. Um, <laughs> get it on your local streets. Um, I believe there might be a sale. Buy one, get two grams free today. I don't know. I could be wrong. But yeah, yes, that'll sponsored definitely by go over well for anyone who tries that. <laughs> I heard on this podcast that you're doing two for ones. Like, <laughs> hang up. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just call call your local cocaine store. Bring them this yeah, coupon. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, if you yeah, use, uh, and use, now, use the code, use yeah. the code too yeah. many flicks, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, fantastic. Should we get into the how, how we'll make this movie better now? I, I think so because I feel like we're all. Indeed. I feel like we're all itching to like. Oh, wait! Before we do move on, I we do it. need to address this because this is something that I want to uh, fix in the remake. The like stark gender roles oh. in this yes. movie. Yes, yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. like we introduce this young supporting girl protagonist character 
in the very beginning to like sort of set the whole story in motion you know like mm. uh, Doolittle's at his mansion this young boy who's gone hunting with his uncles has shot a squirrel that inevitably will hold a vendetta against him so to save the squirrel he goes to Doolittle's mansion where he is summarily trapped by Doolittle's stupid sort of preserve protections this young girl Rose I think her name is comes in and saves the boy Sets off the plot by being like, you got to save the Queen of England with the fucking fruit juice or something. And Robert Downey's like, all right, heard, bet. I'm going to go do that. And then, but then like, here's the thing. Like before he goes to set off on the adventure, there's like a stark moment where he's like, he's like, uh, all right. Uh, and now uh, we, uh, the, I, I am going to go on the adventure and you young dear uh, girl are going to stay here with the woman here uh, and, and by take, her side. And take care and take care of her. And take care of her. And then like, yeah, the young boy's like, well, I'm coming then. And he's like, no, you're not. And like, oh, yes, I am. And he and like, it's just like, it felt very weird to me. Well, no, especially I compare guess. this to Enola Holmes, mm. right? Mm -hmm. In which, uh, which also features Francis de la Tour, um, who is the voice of the dragon and is the the sort mm. of old older duchess in that, um, mm. yeah, and is phenomenal in that. And but like that whole movie is about like gender roles and the way that they're stifling. And then this movie is like, yeah, we're we're yeah, let's keep those in place. You know, yeah, it, it's yeah. it is a big. Uh, this film has a lot of themes, very much in favor of uh, status quo, et cetera, et cetera. Like it, there was a little bit of uh, like royalty favoring here. Like it felt mm. almost like uh, there was a line from somebody early in the film that's like that's like. Uh, well, without the royal family, Doolittle's preserve like would absolutely go away. It's their mm. good. It's their goodwill that allows him to have his hospital and help the animals uh, because the royals care. And so there was just like this little. So there was just this little piece of. Uh, I was like, you know, public opinion on the royals isn't super on the royal family of the UK is not super fucking. Uh, well, it's not on an upward trend, right? No. And so gotcha. it just yeah. it just seemed very much like a like. The royals. Uh, uh, remember that the royals, like they, they are good people, and they, they, they help yeah. uh, conservatively. This uh, oh, yeah. okay. Uh -huh. This felt this felt very much uh, like a neoliberals children's movie. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, I feel you on that. Yeah, uh, totally, it felt very totally much like that. the type of like the type of kids movie that the parents would have shown to the children. Uh, the the uh, parents from Get Out would have shown to their kids. You know, something right. like that. Yeah. Like it feels very much like that. Uh, uh, just because it is, it's like it, it is in the end championing these great ideals, like conservative, like uh, conservation of like you know uh, the world and our our like natural uh, habitats and wonders. Uh, but very much on the other hand, it's not like critiquing any of the power structures that actually do the damage. Absolutely. To well, and also, I mean, to that end, right? Um, do we want to start to shift into the remake? Because I have some thoughts on the, that on how Absolutely. we could do that differently. I way. wanted the. I wanted. To I, that's touch a on really. Both those that's a really good point. That's a really good point. So good point. a. Um, mm -hmm. there's a MacGuffin that doesn't need to be there. There nope. is the, the actual like baseline plot of this movie doesn't really need to 
to be there. The idea, the assassination attempt on the queen, all that stuff. It's fucking, <laughs> it's dumb. It's boring. Get rid of it. Get out. Absolutely Here's what right. happens instead. You've got Dr. Doolittle who's stuck inside his, his like his little preserve paradise. And mm-hmm. he's been in there for a while. Also, like, I'm sorry, cut the, like, Pirate King, cut all that shit. Here's the Please. thing, is that you can't have these themes of, like, loss and how animals are better than humans and then not show the way mankind has Oof. fucked the natural world. Mm. Yeah. Like, yes. and that's the thing is he goes out into the world and it's like, ah, these stunning vistas, this beautiful island. It's like, okay, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, how about instead we fucking talk about deforestation? How about we talk about things mm. like, you know, oh God. I mean, there's so many, there's so many ways that they could, it's like you have this thing where this guy can talk to animals and those animals are people. and. And then you never really see any people interacting with animals in such a way that they aren't people, really. And and I, I feel like that was missing from this. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that deep message. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, right, if he had left his preserves and he's suddenly like, you know, it's like, this is now 1900s, because that's roughly when this is said, I guess, like... Yeah, or you know, something. Yeah. I don't really know when the fuck like, this is supposed to be set, but it's like late 1800s, early 1900s. So something. like, then he has to go to London, mm-hmm. which at that time, yeah. this is Dickens's London, in which everything's covered in soot and grime from the mills and the factories. There's mm-hmm. a fucking brilliant poem by I think it's William Blake that talks about the dark satanic mills. Um, like, and the way that they, uh, they have like desecrated fucking the, the English countryside. J.R.R. Tolkien, that was like what inspired his whole thing of Isengard. Like I'm on a Tolkien thing today, Mm. apparently, but this is, you know, that's where we're at people. (laughs) Um, it's, it's, you know, like that time period was rife with iniquity and social unrest and change and like, fucking you know just danger um and and kind of that that sort of industrial push that sacrificed lives over you know for for money there's a lot you could do with that yeah absolutely i hear me out guys all right so i'm, I'm coming into the pitch meeting i'm running a little late but i had to get my, sure. my i had to get my coffee i gotta get my coffee all right i i'm probably on my fifth cigarette it's hanging out of my mouth. I smoke in the building. I continuously just like blatantly disregard the the rules. I, I'm not told to smoke, I but I, I didn't I am. realize we got to do uh, character backstories. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm doing a whole big character. Right, damn, my sleeves are rolled up. Definitely, I'm disheveled. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is happening. Uh, and I got a bunch of papers. And I'm like, all right, guys, let's hear me out. How about hey, we quick, let? Real quick, uh, can ahead. I get a light? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you okay, go. Thanks. Yeah. Flip, 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 flip. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, right, yeah. Fucking need this shit. Right, you need the shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. What you got for me? What do you come up with? First, let's do a line. By the way, remember, we're sponsored by Coke. If you put in uh, the code, too many flicks, you'll get <laughs> two bags and one gram for free. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Please, dear, I, I feel like I don't, I don't have enough legalese to allow. Too many flicks does not condone the use of illegal drugs. <laughs> do you hear us? <laughs> Government yeah, official. Disclaimer. Too, 
<laughs> Flix does not endorse any of the views described by Benjamin Jenkins. Flix <laughs> does not endorse any of the views espoused by too many Flix. Right. We, <laughs> we are not liable for what we say. We, especially at right. fucking three but, hours uh, sleep on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, uh, but anyway, um, all right. How about we don't have Doolittle in most of the movie? He's actually lost, maybe dead, and his wife has to find him. Um, Interesting. I'm I don't know. In. I know that it's about loss. In. The loss is there too. Um, maybe they lost a kid um, by some accident by man that was created. Maybe a deforestation or something along those lines. Um, poachers. I don't know. And they've been mm. distant for a while and they have to deal with that loss on an adventure. Um, uh uh, his wife, his lover, um, who's also probably a doctor, explorer, Doolittle, is ha- is off to look for him um, in these lost jungles or what whatnot. Um, that is, that's cool, um, and I I like that. I do worry about it just being like a a, a story of a woman searching for her man. Ooh, um, that's a good point. That's a you good know point. sure where because it's like I I feel like you know maybe we keep that loss because I think that loss is a good part of the character, but. To that end, maybe you have the younger characters go and, like, try, and they have to, like, actually find him more aggressively. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that could split the difference. That's a very good point. Um, you would have to take a lot of uh, careful hand when, when drawing up a, a, the story that I, I yeah. mentioned. But you can easily fall into that, and I would not trust Hollywood to not exactly. fall into that. Yeah, uh, but right. yes, I like that. Maybe they 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 search for Doolittle. That's that's the the kids, the younger the characters. Um, they search for him. Um, maybe a little uh a little girl. Um, or a little boy or non-binary, like something. Uh, or a little Just child the two kids of color. We had. They were yeah, they were like the two they, kids like, we have. I but mean, like, let the young woman go on the fucking adventure. Like, absolutely. Right. Yeah. She's already like I literally thought that that's what was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah. fucking maybe pulled th- that yeah. carpet maybe out throw some color me. in there too. I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> be nice. Maybe please, yeah, South Asian uh, person or something. I don't know. I just for for the love of God. But yeah, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just have them go on the fucking mission to find Doolittle. That's that's the story. Then he has to deal with loss and stuff. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Man. Yeah, I I just think I think that the one of the biggest issues. Oh, also, I am categorically cutting all poop jokes. Yeah, we're better than this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless it's, unless it's very 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 clever. Everybody gets one. You get one. You Everybody get one. gets one. That's the thing. Yeah, like I think that y- there's a margin, and like they f- like they went overboard. We can we can definitely find one. That is earned. Okay, I Here's, think by the end of this. And, and also, can I just say, I, as much as I have applauded the the absolute gall that these people had to have the climactic moment be like just a a colonic impaction, um, <laughs> can I can I just say there are other more let's say metaphorically accurate ways to go? Maybe mm. you have a little like. Uh, Mouse and the lion thing where the dragon has a... So imagine imagine a, ser- a scenario like this. The dragon has a spear tip lodged right around her heart area. Yep. I knew um, it was going there. That that the that her mate actually like kind of went in front of her and saved her from dying, but the tip is still lodged in. 
and she needs to like open up and let someone help remove the thing that is like hurting the heart area. Yeah, it's a little on the nose, but you know what? Fuck you. It's better. You, you know, <laughs> it's be- it is better than the alternative. I got one for you. I got one for you. So okay. So the dragon's lover has passed away, um, and the dragon's is disgruntled and mad and just like very depressed. But one thing that always got them um, going and maybe excited was they used to play games. I don't know, some type of puzzle. And then that gives you an incentive for for Doolittle to be like, oh, I know that game. And then they play that game and it's like, okay, if I win this game, you have to let me in or something along those lines. Oh, at least... I used chess. to love this with blah blah blah. It was great chess. and grand. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Ch- chess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's set up in big, the beginning. Set pieces of chess. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You're absolutely right. Sure. I think that's. I think that's that that's totally clever. fine, and that kind of gives the the dragon character a more interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just we gotta <laughs> do fucking yeah. better. So, yeah. So pretty much, don't do what they did. <laughs> Yeah. That's what um, the I also is. like all of the anachronisms really bothered yeah. me. Now, I oh, am yeah, I no. will say more sensitive than a lot of people to anachronistic things. I have a hard time with the movie The Night uh, A Night's Tale because of the music. Like mm. I I like my shit to feel grounded. And yeah. this don't do that. This is so far from it because it's just like you have a polar bear in the 1900s calling people bro. You've I, got I, oh like God, I couldn't. I hated it. I hated yeah, it. it's just like, and it's this thing where it's so clearly designed by out of touch older people to like mm-hmm. this is this is how the kids speak, isn't it? And it's like no, they never get. They never. I'm just like, talk. Have you spoken to a kid? When's the yeah. last time you seen a kid? Like, I, like uh, I don't understand why they think that the way to get kids to like be invested in it is to just use a lot of highly outdated vernacular. But you know, mm-hmm. they do, and they shouldn't. And this movie needs to. I would call all of that. You know, um, because again, Enola Holmes is a movie that is in the same time period and yet is grounded in that time period and is way better. It is. You know? And they could um, have easily fallen into several of those traps and they didn't. Yeah. They didn't, so it's possible. Never does Enola say it. yeet. Yeah. <laughs> as hilarious as it would have been. I mean, she absolutely, <laughs> she does not. You know, and it's it's just, there's two different philosophies at play between Enola Holmes and Doolittle. One of them is about grounding the people in the space and allowing them to play in the space and, like, feel themselves imagining in that space. And then there's Doolittle, which is like, we're in this space, but actually it's modern times. Like, hey, hey. And right. it's just, it's just crappy. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. Yeah. Real bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so you much want, You poop. got anything on here, brother? You want to tack on any? Oh. Any reboot material? I think you all you all covered it nicely. Did uh, we? So currently, we have them going on a journey to find Doolittle, right? I think. Well, so. that's a that's a possibility. Yeah, some you know, okay. Yeah, yeah, possibility. Good work could not work, but it's better than what they had. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, it's smart to get rid of the dumb murder subplot. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you can already have Michael Sheen's character be obviously bad mm-hmm. without him having to play a hand in some weird 
conspiracy conspiracy to like kill mm. the royals. Unless you make that the whole plot, which I'm not mad about either. Mm. I but just like, had an idea, but I don't want to interrupt you. So no, no, go. no, go for it, go for it. Okay, these two are from a town or a city where like all of the animals have stopped like doing what they're supposed to do. The egg, the the chickens aren't laying eggs. The cows aren't producing milk. Like mm. horses aren't working mm. and they're like, they're, everyone is baffled as to why they're doing this. So they have mm. to go and get the only person who can communicate with animals. And he goes mm. there, comes back and is like exposed to the heart. He's lived a kind of more Edenic lifestyle mm-hmm. away in his, his life. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe we keep the loss. Maybe we don't, but he's rather than being totally shut away and like, Humans are terrible. He's like, aren't animals wonderful? He's had his back turned on the world and looking Mm. inside his little, his perfect little paradise. Comes out, sees the horrors of the world, and then you get there and the animals are on strike. Oh, yeah. And then you get to do like a little pro-union thing. Ooh. And it's about, and you can also do like how animals are treated and like how... You know, like, just do all of this sort of, and then you go, I don't know, animal revolution, I don't know where you go with it. But I feel like that's a way that can kind of marry the themes uh, of what was going on at that time with, like, the specific things that maybe were lacking from this specific film. I think that's pretty rad. I do too. I think it's really red. I would go so far to, and I could be wrong here. This is just an option. This is, I'm spitballing here. I would make it animated, maybe in the style of just like Pixar or something like that too. I don't know. I would mm-hmm. like to see it that way. It's not a make or break thing because I do I mean, love the honestly, performances. I that's but. like just one step to the right from where we already ended up at. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, the, right. the thing is that when you have animated animals, uh, having them look realistic, I'm looking at you, Disney, does mm-hmm. not work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. They, right. they, they, because animal faces aren't good at ex- expressing emotion. No. And no, and that's no. something that was lacking from all of them. If you look at, you know, hand-drawn, you know, if you, like, look at, say, let's compare the old Lion King with the new Lion King, and you look mm. at Simba's facial expressions in the original versus the new one, he's so dynamic. His face is so... Yeah, alive. Yeah. And the other one, you're like, that's a talking lion. Right, and And right. there's no deeper heart because we can't connect yeah so don't do that just like give them like that that pixar happy treatment i'm I'm fine with that just like make them emote please that would have been nice i don't know it'd be really cool i don't know for some reason that especially the animation in the beginning i was like that's a story I kind of want to see. <laughs> yeah. It's very beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's cool. They're drawn really well. Um, or rendered. Um, but yeah. Um, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, E. Um, no. And no, Matt. But. No, that's cool. It's good. I, I agree. Yeah. All right. Should we get into the ratings here? I think we about at that. I think we're about at that time. Oh, I how dare I was. How dare you yawn in? No, it's covered. Fuck it, guys. Uh, it's just a train. Uh, a yawn. All right, basket. welcome, welcome to Too Many Flicks' Sleepy Time podcast. Woo! And now tell, you tell, yawn. Tell us a story, Ooh. listener. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> tell us a story. I want. I want to take a nap. Give us, give uh, us some warm milk. I'll take my <laughs> almond flavor, please. Uh, yeah. Let's do the. Let's get into the ratings on this. But first, guys. First, guys. First, guys. I have to go into our advertisement. Cocaine. No, I'm teasing. No. Oh my god. <laughs> cocaine. Wake up and start your day with a great little bump of cocaine. <laughs> do you guys do cocaine? Oh my god. 
I, okay. I would like I do I do want to clarify for everyone. It's cocaine, not Coca-Cola. Not Coca-Cola. <laughs> yes. We are in no way affiliated with Coke. Please do not go to www.coke.com slash cocaine and enter yeah. in the uh Thing, too many flicks. That's the number two in the X at the end. Please don't sue us, Coke. We have no money. We're so poor. You'll kill us. We don't. All right. Uh, let's get into the uh, the rating system and let's try to figure out: it, was it directing, script, or acting? Um, Matt, you go first. Okay. I don't know. Um, so I can safely say it's the script all the way for me in terms of yeah. how how I land here. Oh man, uh, the thing is, I don't actually think this is an I would rather. It's really, it's like basically an I would rather. But the thing mm-hmm. is, the movie is so fucking forgettable that it's like hard to have any sort of emotional response about it one way or the other. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, That's fair, yeah. Like, so it's kind of something for the background, but it's like something for the background with an I would rather. It's just, it's so fucking forgettable. Like. Yeah, it I, really is. I, so I guess it's an I would rather, but it's not because I was like emotionally upset by it. I was nothing to buy it. I had no, <laughs> I, you know, I was disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You know, I just, yeah. I just, I Absolutely. felt like it could do better. So I guess I would rather eat like really, 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 really overcooked turkey. Like that real, like that dry oh, ass. Yeah. It's like a stick yeah. almost at some point. Yeah, yeah no and you're like tearing the all. fucking yeah. bark off and it's just like it's been yeah. in the oven for like way too long. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's maddening. That seems very that's, fair. Yeah. They should be they should be happy with that. They yeah. <laughs> where that's they landed about, with you on that. That's that's about where I feel about it. What about uh what about you, Ben? All right. Uh you very good points. This movie was really hard to just sit through um, <laughs> because it was so uninspired. I had to watch it twice because I was just on my phone, and I just I had to watch just, it twice too. But that's yeah, the I was like, other I time I was just really shit faced. <laughs> yeah, my wife Anne was just like, "You're not even watching," and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, I'm not." <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so I mean, like, technically, it was on in the background. <laughs> exactly. So it's something for the background. So Look at that. <laughs> but like, if I sat down and watched it, like, it did make my ass itch. Like, I wasn't like, oh, this is terrible. Like the kissing booth. It's not that. Okay. Like, I think kids might enjoy this between the ages of like zero and six. Once they have any type of thought processing going on, they're going to be like, this is dumb. So probably like <laughs> one to six. Yeah, very so they young. can have it in the background. And I'll say any adults who just like, were like, well, Robert Downey Jr. is in it. And I know this cast and like, I have nothing else to watch. Like, fuck it. Yeah. I would it's rather. It's better than like Minions um, or something. So yeah. I would rather risk it with four to five day old food um, in the fridge um, that might have mold, might not, but you're like mm. still very hungry. You're just like, this soup has been in here for a mighty long time. It looks okay, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure I might get sick. <laughs> so that's what, that's oh what I would rather do. Mm. Feel me? <laughs> that is so fair. Uh, <laughs> Right. Friends, I have to be the uh, dissenting opinion here because while I don't think this movie is by any stretch (laughs) of the imagination good, uh, I did have an immense amount of fun Sunday night after my D&D session 
uh, turning my camera around and subjecting the uh, people I had been playing uh, via Zoom, because uh, we socially distance our D&D in this house um, during COVID times. Uh, I turned my camera around and subjected them to the movie. So if you can just get a group of friends to watch this film and listen Ooh, to them be, be upset about it, it's actually a really good time. I mean, so that's it, for fair. For me, this is... This is something for the background because, like, it is just fucking bonkers enough. There are just enough jokes in this that are, like, so not for kids Mm -hmm. that, like, don't belong in this movie that, like, every so often it catches you off guard and you're like, whoa. Like, the murder squirrel, first of all, did not see coming. Like, this whole fucking C plot with a murder squirrel. Yeah. That could be its own sort of stupid sausage party-esque movie in and of itself. Like, if <laughs> they wanted to just make movie. an adult version of that. Yeah. Uh, there, there were a few other jokes, too, that just, like, strictly caught me off guard, and it's like, you don't see a lot of that in kids' movies. So, it, for me, is it is it a fulfilling story? No. But it's like a big old vat of fucking ice cream. I'm gonna eat it and get, like, a quick sugar high and then feel completely vacant and shameful afterwards. So, for me, it's strictly for the background. Yeah, that's funny because th- there's fair. a line that is fair. There's something, there's a line in the murder squirrel when he's about to die, he's, or he thinks he's going to die. He's like, if I die, I'm going to hunt you in this house. <laughs> just, just like, I remember it the first, because I didn't hear it the first time. The second time I heard that Craig Robertson deliver that line, it was quite enjoyable. It was funny as shit. <laughs> if you die, I'm going to hunt you in this house. Oh, my God. So that yeah. was a decent moment. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I I'm teetering between the the five to six day old soup and something that's, in the that's background. That's how I feel too. Is that yeah. there are contexts in which it could be on in the background and it wouldn't like it won't do you harm to watch this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It won't do you harm. It won't leave you with any lingering psychic damage. It just will. It just could have been better. You know. It, yeah, it should have been better. It should have been yeah, better. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. All right. Uh, oh yeah, and um, uh, the script for me too. I think Ian, are you on the same boat as to why this is so bad. Script. Oh, it's definitely the script. Okay. Yeah. 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 May- and maybe some directing, but like I don't know. They seemed okay and comfortable with whoever they were working with. So, all right. With that being said, let's move on to what we're gonna do next week. We're gonna next week is the beginning of uh, what Christmas uh, month. Um, uh, so we're gonna do mm-hmm. Christmas movies or uh, holiday movies because um, there might be some cool Hanukkah movies and or um, Kwanzaa movies out there as well. And um, well, we'll be remiss to not try those. We're gonna try to find really good ones, guys. Like in all seriousness, because we understand that Christmas movies are pretty bad mm-hmm. for reasons. <laughs> so we're gonna do the work of trying to find good uh, holiday films to share with oh, you guys. We're doing all good holiday films. Not all. There's gonna be one. We we there will be one where we will dunk on for I, sure because right. this this wouldn't be too many flicks without dunking on something. <laughs> um, but this first week, um, I think we're gonna do Jingle Jingle. I've seen it already. I don't think these other men. I have, have seen not it. yet. I'm no, super excited, but I'm gonna watch it again because it it is fun and it's catchy and it's just it's very nice to have an all mostly black cast. You know, have a. Do a whole Christmas musical. It was very fun, very cool. So, um, yeah. with that being said, I'm not gonna try to bury the lead on how I feel about it um, too much. But we're gonna do Jingle Jingle next week. So be on the lookout for that. Um, so I want to tell the people uh, who we are and um, 
what you look for, most look forward to. Uh, fucking, I don't know. Tell people. <laughs> God damn it, I've messed this all up. I'm so tired. Matt, why don't you tell the people who you are, what you do, and please keep all of that because that's. Oh, it's. Like, oh, don't worry. It's not good. Oh, cut. God. Yeah. That's how uh, tired I am. I'm just talking circles around myself. Matt, tell the people who you are, what you're doing, and what's something that you're looking forward to eating today. All right. Uh, my name is Matt Frost. You can find me on Facebook as Matt Frost. You can find me on Instagram as Spider and Bee, like the tattoos on my arm. My website is mattfrost.media. My email address is mfrostcreative at gmail.com. And I am on Twitter at mfrostcreative. And uh, my... I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm like I'm just such a I'm su- I'm a sucker for stuffing. It's like the dumbest thing because it's just fucking bread. But I I mm-hmm. do love me some stuffing. Um, I'm gonna enjoy some stuffing. We're gonna have some dope mashed potatoes. Um, fuck, dude. I'm gonna have that pumpkin pie that I talked about last time. I'm fucking Ooh, cooking that shit. I'm stoked that on sounds- that. Yeah, we got a sweet potato Damn. pot. We got nice. sweet potato over here, yeah. Uh, yeah. Real quick, do you put the stuffing in the turkey? Do you, no. Do, do you guys do no. that? No. Okay. Um, we don't because it's technically a health hazard, and I don't feel like getting salmonella. Actually, also, we're not doing turkey uh, because Angie and I, I because we, I kind of feel like turkey is the worst of the poultry. Um, it is. It's terrible. I. It's just, it's so dry. So we got a chicken. Um, oh, yeah. and we're gonna, oh, yeah. we're gonna eat a chicken. We, I originally wanted to get like Cornish game hens or like duck or something, but that's hard to find. And I was like, chicken it is. We're going to stick with that. I just also, yeah. it's, there's two people in this house currently. I don't need like an 18 pound motherfucking bird carcass <laughs> hanging around haunting my days for the next like week and a half. Just like smelling, eat it. smelling up you open the, the fridge. It just smells oh. like farts. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not fucking about that. I'm not about that, man. So we oh, got a yeah. chicken. It's gonna be delicious. I'm stoked. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh Jesus! All right, E. Why don't you tell the peeps who you are, what you're up to, and uh, what. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's not be disingenuous. What's one thing you're actually genuinely thankful for? Aw. Uh, My name's Ian, friends. Uh, You can find me on Facebook as Ian Muntiner. You can find me on Instagram as SockNinja888. You can find me on Twitter as SirYaksalot at BabyGotNack. And one thing that I'm thankful for, and this is going to be sappy, but... It's definitely both of y'all. I get to see you one to two times a week, and uh, it's always just a good little, like, rock, just a good little, uh, a little, you know, little signpost, a little guidepost in my week. So I always love that. I'm thankful for y'all. Fucking same. Also, I'm thankful for you, dear listener. You, you we're thankful for you as well. All you who tune in, it's yes, absolutely, genuinely remarkable. Thank you for that. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like, like, and subscribe. Um, (laughs) (laughs) share with your friends. Um, post a review if you feel like it. I, but we really, in all seriousness, no, we we are so grateful to you. Also, I just want to put these these two gentlemen on uh, love blast. So my birthday was two days ago, and I received. An incredibly thoughtful gift, which was a, uh, a a whiskey decanter and set of glasses, and well, what? I love it, and I'm so grateful, and it's gorgeous, and uh, there's already some fucking whiskey in there, and uh, I am grateful to have y'all as friends in my life. You people are amazing, and I enjoy doing this podcast, um, and I look forward to all the things we're gonna do with each other in the future. 
So it's mm. fun. Yay. Yeah. Oh, now I'm like, oh, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> get all sappy because you got to tell the people. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got to tell the people who you are, where to find you, and what you're thankful for this holiday season. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, I'm Ben, y'all. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Timothy Jenkins. You can find me on Instagram at Benvolio91. You can find me on Twitter at Benny and the Jets. I believe that's three Bs or four. I don't know. Good luck. Just type in my full name. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can find me on my website, Benjamin Timothy Jenkins, if you're trying to hire a brother for some work. Um, and I'm thankful for, oh, God. Hey, well, of course, you guys. That I know that's a cop out. Uh, I'm no, also no, we covered for... that. We we know we're all thankful for okay, each other. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, my wife as well. She's awesome. Yeah. I'm thankful for therapy. Um, and mm. like, Hell yeah. And like medication Bless. because like, guys, I tell you, I, I feel pretty good. Um, it's still some rough days here, especially in the pandemic, but it's good to talk to people. Um, Hell yeah. And it's good to have a support system and it's good to, therapy is good. All right. You don't have to be mentally ill for it either. Just talk to somebody. It's good. It's healthy. Very it's not healthy. a little scary, but it's... Oh, it's, it's, it's super, fucking terrifying, yeah, it's super, but it's great. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's terrifying to be that vulnerable. And uh, and uh, insurance is a thing, and I get that. Um, Oof, so, yeah. Yeah. So if you like, just have friends who are willing to listen. Uh, there are also them. some free services available oh, yeah, online. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't we... We'll, we'll put a link to one of them in this video. Absolutely. So for anybody who's feeling maybe a little bit stressed, maybe a little bit down, you're stuck alone, it's Thanksgiving. It's supposed to be a time with family, but fuck. Mm. COVID. Uh, you're not one of the millions of people who decided, fuck it, let's get on a plane this this weekend yeah. just to further <laughs> further destroy our country with the okay. virus. Um, shit. Yeah. I mean, fuck. <laughs> you know, we'll post a yeah, link. Um, yeah. I'm grateful also for just my, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. Mm. Um, I, 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 I love, I love everybody. I, yeah, it's, this is a crazy fucking world we live in. And I'm grateful to yeah. be surrounded by people like the two of you and all of you, dear listeners, and all of my friends and family because fuck. Otherwise, it would be a desolate existence. So, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thankful for my family too. If my mom's listening, I know we curse a lot, but like I'm, I'm grown, but I love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, also, it's Transgender Awareness Week was last week. Um, sorry we omitted to mention that, but um, yeah, uh, we just wanted to also raise awareness and um, know that people, especially transgender folks, are discriminated against almost every day, and a lot of them are dying um, by being, you know, killed and murdered, um, which is fucked up. <laughs> and mm. Transphobia is real and and uh, it's disgusting and you see it all the time with the turfs on online and Twitter and John Cleese apparently fucking Jesus oh, is no. a turf yeah it hurts um but know that you know that's ridiculous that's fucking stupid and trans folks are our family and our friends and we love them dearly um and it's more than just a week it's all year because they are a part of us and they're our brothers and sisters and friends and family as well and we love you guys uh, and we'll probably have a link uh about that as well um to some organization of such um to donate to for that as well um but yeah 
all in all, happy Thanksgiving. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you happen to pop it on for a Thanksgiving, thank you for doing that because you don't have to do that. <laughs> but if you're cooking, you just want to throw something on, uh, that'd be great. Or We're if you're eating and you want to listen to us for some odd reason, that's great too. Um, yeah, we, we love you guys very much. Um, we're very thankful for you. We also know that the real reason for Thanksgiving is fucked up. So mm-hmm. just have a Friendsgiving. It's, it's about spending time with your friends, family. Distant, of course. Do not go anywhere. All right? If you have gone somewhere, it's shame on you. I don't know why you're listening to us, but like, yes, shame on you. You shouldn't have gone anywhere. Um, at least with like a large group of people, you know what I mean? Um, if you gone somewhere, mm. you, you did your thing, you quarantined for 14 days and you know it's safe and you've taken tests, that's fine. But just try your best to stay home if you can, please, and keep people safe. I know it's weird, but like like we said earlier, I think matter, or, or maybe it was you, Ian, you don't like your family anyway, most of you. Like, so stop fucking playing around. Uh, yeah, we know that, yeah, it's a wild and, 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 and crazy time. We know things are happening. I usually am super energetic, but I'm really tired because I got like four hours of sleep. Um, but we do still love you a, a lot. I know I sound I drunk. I'm just sleep deprived. Uh, and I have a lot of cooking to do. So I'm, after this, I'm going to take a fucking nap and throw down in this goddamn kitchen and make some Bra- vegan food and make it taste delicious, fam. Because uh, that's what it's all about. Cooking with love, cooking with friends, cooking with family. Um, and you're like, Ben, I'm, I got to make a turkey. And I had to start already yesterday to even prep it. But like now I'm starting now. So we might not eat until like 10 o'clock because turkeys take forever and a fucking day to cook. Uh, and they're super dry. And you're like, Ben, I have to figure out how I'm going to make this turkey not dry. Do we put gravy on it? Do we not put gravy on it? I don't know. If I don't even like turkey. Says another listener, I like ham, uh, and that's great. I have a fucking vegan ham, two vegan hams that I'm gonna cook today. Uh, they, it's crazy because vegan ham still takes a long fucking time to cook. Like it's just they still any type of ham, no matter if it's meat, not meat, it's gonna take a long time to cook. I just don't fucking get it. Like why can't I put it in? Anyway, I'm off track. You understand, listener? It's a lot of stuff going down. You're like football's on the day. You know, I, I still do love football. I hate the NFL um, and their racist bullshit mm. uh, and their capitalist, neoliberal ass bullshit. But hey, you might like it. You might want to watch it and do your fantasy draft, whatever. Hey, you're like, Ben, I don't have time to watch these fucking movies you're talking about. You want me to watch Doolittle? Nigga, about do nothing. I get it. I understand. <laughs> but like, here's the thing <laughs> we're going to do it for you because we just did this review and we didn't have to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But like we're too many flicks, and we watch all the flicks, so that you don't have to. I'm gonna get some fucking sleep. Love y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, motherfucker. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, fuck. Um. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in again to another installment of Stream Theory. We really hope you are enjoying these. We really love making them for you. We know that we have changed up the segments and structure of the episodes a little bit. We would be so curious to hear your feedback. Also, maybe we haven't covered something that we should cover, or we just haven't talked about something, or you disagree with some of our opinions in these Stream Theories. Whatever the case, however you want to reach out and interact with us, 
You can do so on our social media pages. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Too Many Flicks with a number two at the beginning and an X at the end. You can also find us at our Gmail account, which is too many flicks.chicago at gmail.com. We are also working on revamping the Patreon, getting a bunch of cool new fun ideas and merch and rewards up there for the people who do help us out over there. A huge shout out to you all. You're fantastic, especially Natalie Cole, who has been there since nearly day one. All of you mean the world to us, and thank you for your support there. But we recognize that these are crazy times, so not everyone can support financially. Doing something like commenting or liking or subscribing on whatever platform you're tuning in on means it's weight in gold to small podcasts like us. And finally, we know that it is an absolute madhouse out there, and there are so many more important things that require your attention at this time. We just hope that we can provide you with a little reprieve, a little solace from the madness that has become our world, because it certainly functions as that for us, and we're happy to share that. We just want to finish by saying, it's crazy out there, we understand. Please wear your masks, please wash your hands, Black Lives Matter, and stay safe. We love you.